0: Content warning. This episode includes graphic details revolving around a gruesome murder. Welcome to Scoops. I'm your host, Ocean Shu, And I'm your host, Annabelle. Oh, I'm so happy. It's, not, it's, it's the last class. I just want to go home. <laughs> it's not even the last, last class, class, bro. No, school so ended. So and we're so here hard.
1: with our extra time, and I'm skipping management for this. So you guys better enjoy this podcast. Like, I'm not even kidding. So currently, it's November 16th. Our <laughs> scores are supposed to come out today, but uh-huh. they're not on college board yet. <laughs> well, for right now probably later
0: i hope the score comes out soon and i hope this podcast will come out soon too so we'll be delving into one of the most enduring mysteries in american crime history the dark side of hollywood under all the glitz and glamour the gruesome and unsolved murder of elizabeth short known as the black dahlia so
1: all of this information that comes from this podcast is actually from the fbi official government source so you can check that out yourself it's probably going to be linked down in the description. Should we start? Yep.
0: Okay, let's go. Elizabeth was born on July 29th, 1924 in Hyde Park, Boston, Massachusetts. She was the third of five daughters, and on top of that, her family was not rich, and her parents divorced when she was young. In the late 1930s, she moved to California.
1: So how was her life after like she moved to LA? Did she get
0: better, or like what was her current situation? she struggled she didn't have a stable job and she struggled financially she was known for going to bars and nightclubs in la which is actually where she was last seen before her death she occasionally worked as a waitress and sometimes as a part-time model she wasn't really famous and then she probably moved to california like other people to get famous and be seen by like directors and stuff to you know like become an actress I see with the attention that she got she gained aspirations of becoming an actress But she had limited success in this pursuit and didn't really end up becoming a successful actress Elizabeth was interested in fashion and she was known for her distinctive style She was often seen wearing black clothing which contributed to her nickname the black dahlia like the flower Yeah but in 2023, wearing black clothing would be considered like edgy. <laughs> like yeah, edgy and, like and emo. Depressed. But you would stick out. Oh, yeah. Maybe she she was surprised. On January 15, 1947, the body of a 22-year-old Elizabeth Short was found in a vacant lot in Los Angeles. She had been brutally murdered. Her body severed in two. Her torso was left in two parts. Her body showed signs of extensive mutilation and surgical precision. So
1: Elizabeth, or... Some people just call her Beth. She was actually last seen on January 8, 1947. So between the last sighting of her and when her body was found was around like a week. There's also a chance of her murderer may have imprisoned her those days and tormented her during this period. Because of her traveling lifestyle, Beth is a high risk victim.
0: Actually, Scary, like, Mm. imagine that case happening in Taiwan. That would have a Mm. lot of news coverage for months. Yeah. I think there's a big chance that she was tormented between those days because her face has been slashed from the corners of her mouth to her ears, giving her a grotesque wide grin known as the Glasgow smile. So if you have watched The Joker, it looks exactly like that. Yeah, but probably worse. But probably wider, and the cut was really deep. So it's like two inches Maybe around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Her body had been drained of blood, and there were lacerations on the thighs, like bruises, and she was completely naked. Her remains displayed in a horrific manner. Her body was cleaned with gasoline, clearing off any kind of fingerprints or marks. The upper half of the body was set a foot above the lower half, and her intestines were tucked neatly under her buttocks. This case shocked the nation and has haunted investigators for decades
1: Where was her body located?
0: That's actually so sick like what they have done. That sounds really gruesome And imagine walking in on this scene if you were the cleaner or whoever found her which we will be talking about later What would your reaction be? Dude, I'll be
1: so traumatized like finding a body Uh cut like in half with like her intestines entirely out and like her face being like tormented like that that's actually so sick
0: I think finding a dead body itself is already really scary and just I can't imagine the shock of whoever found her and especially like finding her like that Mm -hmm. in that state yeah when Elizabeth Short's body was found, it was located in a vacant lot in the Lehman Park neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. The exact address was 39th Street and Norton Avenue. At the time, it developed open area, and it is here that her remains were discovered. This location was chosen by her murderer, who deliberately left her body in this spot. It made it look like the killer wanted her to be found. Why would, why would he purposely want to... Like, want the what body to be found.
1: Is he trying to spread like yeah.
0: it just doesn't make sense to me. Was he like trying to like spread horror and fear throughout LA maybe cuz it was right after the World War 2.
1: These are just our theories though. So this is probably yeah, this not, is not what official. happened. Yeah.
0: But I don't think he wanted himself to be found because he cleaned her with gasoline clearing off the fingerprints. Yeah, exactly. So okay, here more about how she was found. On the morning of January 15, 1947, a mother taking her child for a walk in a Los Angeles neighborhood stumbled upon the site. The body was just a few feet from the sidewalk and posed in such a way that the mother reportedly thought was a mannequin at first glance. Despite the extensive mutilation and cuts on the body, there wasn't a drop of blood at the scene, indicating that the young woman had been killed elsewhere.
1: Wait, but how did they know that the body belonged to her if she was naked with a mutated face and with no sign of identification around her?
0: So she was naked, right? And then her belongings were not around her and it was just her body. But the investigation was led by the LA Police Department, LAPD. The FBI was also asked to help and it quickly identified the body. Just 56 minutes, in fact, after getting blurred fingerprints via sound photo from Los Angeles. And the sound photo is a primitive fax machine used by news services. How they found her fingerprint was because her fingerprints were in the file because she had been arrested by the Santa Barbara police for underage drinking seven months earlier. The police also had her mug shot in its files and provided it to the press and based on early suspicions that the murderer may have had skills in dissection because the body was so cleanly cut in half. Agents were also asked to check out a group of students at the University of Southern California Medical School. Wait, speaking of medical school, you did research on her autopsy, right? Yes,
1: I actually did. So the interesting thing is her autopsy was performed on January 16, which is exactly that's a day a day after she was found yeah exactly so then her body was shown a fatal blow to the head and face which caused a brain hemorrhage which is basically like serious brain trauma mm-hmm. and she was around five feet five which is around my height that's
0: 165 centimeters yes
1: around. so the report noted very little bruising along the surgery line which is where she was like cut mm-hmm. in half suggesting that it has been performed after she died so like her cause of death, death wasn't be- of high. Yeah, and it wasn't because she was cut mm-hmm. in half that was after her passing um beth also had marks on her wrist and ankles and neck so that means that like, she was probably tied up there's also other evidence suggesting that she had She might have been raped. So, Mm -hmm.
0: I I actually can't imagine this happening. Okay, we also have a photo of Elizabeth Short. And if you're interested in the photos, you can see her photo on the website that we included in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. She's actually really pretty. I think she can be a model or like an actress. She looks like...
1: um Marilyn Monroe, like
0: her oh, yeah, hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see hair. it. I can kind of see it. Her cheekbones her, are really defined. Yeah, but then her hair is black. Mm. There were over 150 suspects, but no one actually has been proven to be the perpetrator, and there were eventually zero arrests.
1: Who do you think is the suspect?
0: Um There were a lot of possible suspects, but here are some that people actually think are the suspects. So the first one is Red Manley. Red Manley was a friend of Elizabeth Short and was one of the last people known to have seen her alive. He was initially a suspect, but was eventually cleared of any involvement in the murder. Another one is Mark Hansen. Mark Hansen was a wealthy businessman and a nightclub owner who knew Elizabeth Short. Some have speculated that He was possibly involved in this murder, but there were no concrete evidence that linked him to the crime. Another one which I think is the possible murderer is Dr. George Hodel. Dr. George Hodel, a physician, was suspected by his own son, Steve Hodel, of being the Black Dahlia killer. Steve Hodel's claims are based on circumstantial evidence, including his father's alleged connections to the crime. However, these allegations remain unproven because he's a surgeon so i guess
1: i guess and probably there's some like unsettled beef with him and like his son
0: yeah another one is walter bailey he was the husband of elizabeth short's friend Ann toth some have suggested that his medical background um might have given him the surgical skills needed to commit the gruesome mutilations however there is also no concrete evidence linking him to the murder he was a surgeon back in the days Honestly, I
1: think it's him. I think that there's a big possibility.
0: Another one might actually be the murderer because he just sounds really suspicious, and I think it's him. Okay, who is he? Jack Anderson Wilson. Wilson was a convicted rapist and a murderer who lived near the location where Elizabeth Short's body was found. He was considered a suspect, but there was insufficient evidence to charge him in the connection with the Black Dahlia murder. I think it's just really unlucky that she was killed in this specific time because back then they didn't have, like, fingerprints, forensics, and, like, more concrete evidence for the people to be found. Yeah. Like, if there were CCTV footage or, like, any other kind of identification, I think that the killer might have been found.
1: Currently is now 2023. So, it has been around since, like, um, 1947, since, like, her death. has been mm. 76 years. Mm. Is it possible that Elizabeth murder is still around?
0: Possibly, but the Black Dahlia murder remains unsolved. I mean, the murder might be dead already. They probably, probably are dead. Cause <laughs> it's been a 75 really long time. years plus the... age age that they were i'd say probably 40-ish or 20-ish yeah around the range but they're probably dead or dying so the black dahlia murder remains unsolved a haunting puzzle that continues to captivate the minds of those who seek the truth decades have passed and countless theories have emerged but the identity of elizabeth short's killer remains shrouded in darkness so as we wrap up our exploration of this case let us remember elizabeth short as more than just the black dahlia let us remember her as a daughter a sister and a young woman with dreams who deserves to be remembered with dignity Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and support our podcast and (laughs) listen to our next episode whenever it comes out. Bye-bye. Bye.